Shkolim Daf Yud Ches. We will begin four lines to the bottom of Yud Zayin on Beis, and we learned yesterday that Shlomo Melech made ten Shulchanes aside for the Shulchan that Moshe Rabbeinu made. So there were a total of eleven Shulchanes inside the Kodesh, inside the Heichel, and outside of the Heichel. As we learned yesterday, there were actually twelve other Shulchanes. So there were a total of thirteen Shulchanes, including Moshe's, and then Shlomo added an additional ten. So there were twenty-three Shulchanes. Now, in order to understand our Gemara, let's visualize the base of Migdash. There was an area called the Kodesh or the Heichel. That area, of course, was in front of the Kodesh Kedashim. The Kodesh Kedashim was furthest to the west of the base of Mikdash, and the Kodesh was right in front of that, separated by a wall in the first base of Mikdash and by Preichis in the second base of Mikdash. Now, the area of the Kodesh or the Heichel was 20 Amis wide by 40 Amis long. However, the Torah teaches us that the Menorah, the Shulchan, and the Mizbeach Hazav, which were all in the Heichel, in the Kodesh, they had to be situated within the half of the Kodesh that was closest to the Kodesh Kedashim, and therefore they had to be within an area that was 20 Amis wide by 20 Amis long. And in addition, let's just point out that we know that the Shulchan had to be itself and had to be on the north side of the base of English, which is on the left side when you're facing the Kodesh Kedashim, and the Menorah was on the Durham side, which is on the south side, which is on the right of the side of the base of English when you're facing the Kodesh Kedashim. So the Gemara starts and says as follows, Tani, Rebbe holds that these 10 Menorahs were placed in a formation from east to west, and they were actually from north to south. So according to that, according to Rebbe that says it was from east to west, it comes out very well, they were all regular shares because they were all situated on the north side of the base of Migdash. And as we know, each Shulchan was two Amis long, and therefore if you place each Shulchan next to each other, they would form a long line of 10 Shulchanes, which were two Amis long, so it would be exactly 20 Amis, and they would fit into that space of 20 Amis. But the Gemara is, that said it was formed, and it was set up from north to south, you find that the Shulchan was actually in the south side, because it was only 20 Amis wide, the entire base of Middush, and if you took all the Shulchanes, and you placed them in a formation from north to south, it would come out that they took up the entire 20 Amis space, and five of them were actually in the south, which is not the area for the Shulchan, as we explained, it's the area that the Menorah is supposed to be in. And the way that we just learned the Gemara is according to Tikkun Chatan, and he actually learns that the 10 Menorahs went in a straight line, and therefore it took up the entire space of the 20 Amis, which is also Shver, he says, because how could 20 Amis fit in exactly 20 Amis? You need space for them to fit in between each of the Shulchanes. And he says there are other questions that actually the Babli is. However, he says, and this is the bottom line of Tikkun Chatan on Yud Zayin and Beis, he says, since the halacha doesn't follow Rabbi Lezbo Shimon, the halacha Rebbe Mechaveri, because the halacha always follows Rebbe when he argues with one person, and we turn to Yudches Amid Aleph in the Tikkun Chadim, he continues and says, "V'gam stam masis the Menachas kavasa the Rebbe v'lav ochur the Yishami." It's not standard for the Yishami laharik pepulpula shaloi halibed hilchasa to be marich and pepul, which is not a libed hilchasa. So it gives us an insight into the ideas of the Yishami. The next three words on Yudches Amid Aleph from Menorah B'tzafin. Vaha, we will not be gurus, as the carbon Ada says. The Gemara continues. Tani, we learned. Hashulchan haynasan mechetzi abayis ulfnim moshech minakaisel beis amus umechza klape yatzafin. This price teaches us that the shulchan was placed in an area which was from half of the bias, which means half of the heichel, which we know the length of the heichel was forty amis, and therefore it was the, the twenty amis which was closer to the kodesh kedushim, which was fifty percent of the way into the area of the kodesh, and it was placed two and a half amis away from the wall of the northern wall of the Kaidish. 
connected with Durham, and the menorah was in the exact same spot, but on the south side. So it was two and a half amas away from the southern wall, and yet again, it was within the 50% of the Kodesh that was closer to the area of the Kodesh Kedoshim. And it was Be'ech HaZov, HaYinosim Be'emtza Abayis, Chalitza Abayis, Mechetz HaLufim, Mashuk Kimah, Klaab Eichodz. That the Be'ech HaZov, which was the Be'ech that was in the Kodesh, was placed at a halfway point between the north and the south, but then it was also closer, of course, to the Kodesh Kedoshim, because it was within that 50% area, but you also have to make sure that it wasn't directly between the Menorah and the Shulchan, because then there would be a hefzer between the Menorah and the Shulchan, and it wouldn't be Neuchach to each other, and therefore you pulled it out closer to the front of the Kodesh, and further away from the Kodesh Kedoshim, in order that it shouldn't be blocking the path between the Menorah and the Shulchan. And until then, we were talking about the 50% where the Menorah, the Shulchan, and the Mizbeach was situated, was based on the 40 Amis that the Kodesh was long, and now the Gemara continues and discusses that the Kulon, the Mizbeach and the Shulchan and the Menorah were all placed within an area which was a third of the way into the bias and further inside towards Kodesh Kedoshim, which is exactly the same share. But originally we were only taking into account the 40 Amis of the Kodesh, and that's why we said it's the 50% that's closer to the Kodesh Kedoshim. And at this point in the Gemara, the Gemara is using a measurement that's based on the Kodesh Kedoshim together, which was 60 Amis, and it was a third of the way into the Kodesh towards the Kodesh Kedoshim, which is 20 Amis away from the beginning of the Kodesh, which is exactly the same point. And the Gemara continues, and it brings down the same Machleik as Benigayi Menorah as we had Benigayi the Shulchan. Esa Menorah is Asa Shlomo, there were 10 Menorahs that Shlomo Melch made for the Bayez Rishon Shnema. It says in the Pasuk, Vayas Es Menorahs Hazov, Esa Kemishpatai, they made Menorahs of gold, which were 10, Vayita Mehechel, Haim Yimin, Vahim Yismol, and he placed it in the Hechel, five on the right and five on the left. In Tame, if you're going to say Chamish Bitsav and Chamish Bidarim, what it means, right and left means on north and south, Valoy Ein Menorah Kshira El Bidarim. Menorah is only kosher to be on the south side, Shnema. The menorah should be opposite the shulchan al yerachem mishkan teimona on the south side of the mishkan, but not on the north side. So matam loim mechamish miyamin mechamish misoyim How do you accomplish? You have five on the right and five on the left. El mechamish miyamin menorah shulmeisha. There were five on the right of the menorah meisha. The mechamish misoyim and five on the left. Avav became even so loyal mavish shulmeisha bavad that they only actually lit up the menorah meisha and the rest they didn't light. Shenema it says in the pasuk when menorah says of menorah sell the var be'erb erb as the pasuk says in divrei yom and he uses it lashin yachid that the menorah of gold and its neiros they used in order to light up the base of Mikdash every evening. Rabbi Yisro Rabbi again argues on Tanakam and says they would light all of the eleven menorahs. Shenem as it says in the pasuk Divrei Yomim the af haminorahs v'neirosem levarom kemishpat lefneadriya zav saga that they would light up the menorahs lashin rabim and their neiros to light them in the kodesh and they were made from refined gold. The lashin saga over here means closed gold because it was so pure that when they brought it out to sell it in the marketplace, no one else could actually sell their wares and sell their gold because people would not buy their gold and therefore they would have to close up their shops. The Pasuk continues that the flowers that were on the menorah and their lamps and the tongues that were used for menorah, they were zav, mechloi zav. So what does it mean that it ended off the gold? Based on the amount of gold that was used in the process to purify this gold, to bring it down, to be so refined, they used up all the gold of Shlomo. Now, of course, they didn't use up all of the gold of Shlomo because they would know that there was so much wealth in Shlomo's times. However, what it means is that this gold, which was a special gold, which was called Zav Saga, which was very fine, there was no more of that gold left in Shlomo's warehouse, in Shlomo's treasury. The process in refining the gold was he took a thousand kikrim of Zav, which is a huge amount of gold, 
that he placed them into the refinery oven and he caused them to become very hot and then he took them out and he cooled them down he placed them in again and he kept doing this process until he refined the gold starting from a thousand kikar and it became only one kikar of zav and this was Mekayim when it says in the Pasa kikas of they should make the menorah out of one kikar of pure gold and by Shlomo refining it in such a way it became zav tar Tani we learned to the Brisa and we have the girsa that's in the Tiklan Chadin Rabbi Yisra Rabbi Yudah Rabbi Yisra Rabbi said that there was a story when Shlomo Melch was making all of these ten menorahs that there was one of the menorahs which was larger and weighed more than the menorah that Moshe made in Midbar by one dina which is a small amount but that they actually put it back into this oven 80 times in order to get it down to be the exact weight and it didn't lose any of its weight so the Gemara says and this makes a lot of sense because as until something becomes completely pure so then when you put it into an oven it removes the impurities and then it becomes much smaller and it does that very quickly as we saw before that Shlomo Mel took from a thousand kika and he brought it down to one kika however once it reaches the state of purity then even if you put it in for multiple times and you keep trying to bring it down even further since it's completely pure it can't become purer and therefore you won't even lose the size of a dinar and we continue with the Mishnah in Halacha there were 13 boxes which they used as tzedakah boxes in the base of English and as we explained previously they were narrow at the top and wider at the bottom and our mission now goes and explains what was written on all of the 13 shavuot the kasvalim was written on them on the first one was written tiklan chatin these are for the new shkalim then the second one is tiklan tiklan the old shkalim on the third shavuot it read kinan on the fourth geizel on the fifth etim on the sixth levina on the seventh it said zahav lakapiris and the last six it said shisha Six of them were for Nidava. And the Mishnah now explains all of these 13. Tikkun Chadatun, one that was written on it, that was for the new Shkalim, Shabbachal Shadon Shalom, for the Shkalim for every single new year. And the one that said Atikin was Mishloi Hevi Ishtaka, the one, a person that didn't bring the Shkalim, his Machsa Shekel last year, Shekel Shanaba, he comes to base of English at some point and he gives his Machsa Shekel, which will come for the next year. Now, of course, you can't use it for the next year because it's old Shkalim, but it would go eventually to the Shiari Halishka. Now, the next two Shaifers is actually Machlaikis. The first man that holds Kinan Hain Tyrin. Kinan is referring to larger birds which were Tyrin. And Geizlei Oila Hain Vene Yaina. When the Mishnah says the fourth one was for Geizlei Oila, it's referring to young small pigeons which were brought and they were all for Nadavis. That Kulan Oilas, they were all brought as Oilas for the base of English and they were all brought as Nadavis and not as Chuyuvim, the Rabbi Huda. However, Chamei Milcham say no. Kinan is Echachatz Vechel Oila. The Shaifer that said on the Kinan was actually Shaifer where people had a Chiyav to bring a carbon which consisted of two birds, one for Chathas and one for Nailah, and they would place enough money wrapped up and place it into the Shaifa. But as we saw, Rabbi Yehuda actually holds that there was no such Shaifa for people that had a Chiv to bring birds. They would actually take their money and they would give it directly to the Kain to bring one Chathas and one for Nailah. But all the Shaifas had some sort of Shaifas to Nidvas Siba. And now, Geisla Eila, according to the Chamim, Kulan Eilas, those were, they were for people that would be misnadiv, as we said before, and those would go completely for Eilis and the Gemara will explain the Machlekes between Rabbi Hud and the Chacham and the fifth one we said was for Eitzim so someone had said I want to bring a Nedava of Eitzim for the base of Migdash for firewood you can't bring less than two bundles of wood because that was the standard amount that they set up the Mizbech with every single morning so when being misnadav into Shaifa you had to make sure to give enough money for two bundles of wood and as the Mishnah said the sixth Shaifa 
was full of vayna. So if someone said, I want to bring levaina, then layifchus becomes you can't give less than the amount of a kibitza, which goes together with a mincha. And if someone said, I want to give a matbeah of gold, but he didn't say how much he wants to give as a dava, layifchus bedinazav, you can't give less than a dinazav. And once you put the gold into the shayfa that was marked, zav the they would buy klisharis with that money. And the Mishnah continues and says, shishal nadava, the last six boxes were for kabonis, which were nadavis, which were kabonis that were oilis that were used for kais of his bag. And the Gemara says, nadava ma'ahoyoyisiba, what did they do with the money that were in the boxes which were marked nadava? Loichimba oilis, they would buy oilis for kais of his bag, and the bustle Hashem, the bustle went for Hashem because that's on a standard oil, for oilis lakainim, and the oilis, the skins, would go to the kainim. As we know, the hides of all oilis go to the kainim. And the Mishnah now brings a makar to teach us that when you bring a kaizim is bear, the skins go to the kayin and the rest of the basa and the whole animal goes to Hashem and goes on the mizbeach. So Zem Medrash Darish Yahyad Kayin Gadol. Ashim Asham Asham Lashem. The Pasik says this is an Asham, it's an Asham Lashem. Now generally an Asham is Kachi Kachim, and therefore everything should not go on the mizbeach. Some parts go to Zikri Kuna, to the males of Kayanim. So when it says at the end of the Pasik, Asham Lashem, it's Mashma that everything's going Lashem. And therefore we explain Zaklau, Koshubam, Shumchat Shum Ashama. If anything comes from Khatas and an Asham and you had extra money and therefore it was Yiplul and Daba, the din is you lock up an oilus, then you buy an oila, Shabbos Lashem, that the bus goes to Akash Baru, for Iris Lakinim and the oil goes to the Kainim. Nimsu Shnake Sum Kam and therefore it makes sense. You have an Asham where it's an Asham, but in addition, the extra money is Lashem. So therefore it's Asham Lashem and Asham Lakain. You have part of the Asham which goes Lashem and part of the Asham that goes to the Kain. The Gemara continues, Baima, we have another possible teacher the same thing. Kesav Asham, the Kesav Chatais, La Yuva Beis Hashem, La Kainim Yu. The Kesav Avon Asham and the Kesav Chatais don't bring it to the house of Hashem, it should go to the Kainim. Now, of course, when someone has money for an Asham or money for a Chatas, it doesn't go to the Kain. The Kain doesn't get money from people that donate or give something to the Beis Amigdash. So it must be that we're talking about the extra money for an Asham and Chatas and it's telling you once you bring them as an Eulah, then the Kainim get a part of it as they get the hides of these Kabanas. The Gemara starts. Tanya, we learn to the Bryce, so Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda said, as we had in our Mishnah, that they did not have any shoifah where you could place your chiyuvim of your birds into a shoifah in your shlaim because we were worried maybe they would get mixed up and what's the concern? Shema Thomas Achas maybe one of the women or one of the men that had to bring a carbon and consisted of birds would actually die and then we would find that there's money that really is supposed to go for chatas that belongs to a person that already dies and therefore it's a chatas shemesu balbeha and of course, you can't use that money. And therefore, there would be a problem over here because that money would be mixed in with all the other money and would cause a problem for all of the money. And according to Rabbi Yehuda, the only way that people had a chiv to bring two birds to the base of Mingdash, they had to actually give it directly to Kayin as there were no shifers that were miyuchid for these kabanis. Now, of course, the kabanis that are chayvais that come from birds is either for zav or zava or yoladis or Vatanya, How could Rabbi Yehuda say this? We have a b'risa that seems to be everyone agrees to this b'risa and it says if a woman has a chiyah to bring a pair of birds she will bring the value of the money that you need to buy a pair of birds and she could place it by the shayfah and the base of Middash, and we turn to the chasam and she could eat kachim that evening and we don't worry that maybe the kain was lazy and didn't bring it because of course anything that was in the shayfah would be brought on the same day and the coin doesn't have to worry that maybe the woman died and therefore now there's mixed into this 
money, the amount of money of a chatos that's mesa balea. So you see that everyone agrees to this idea. The Gemara says, Ki The only time we said Rabbi Huda was worried that maybe there would be a woman that we know for certain that she died, and therefore we have to be concerned that we have to throw away all this money. But however, when it says in this price that she could put it in there, it just means Bidi Evan, if she goes to the base of English and she doesn't know what to do with her money and she puts it into Shaifa, then you don't have to worry because the Kayhanim were not going to be lazy and therefore it for sure would be eat brought that day and she could be eating that kachim that night and the Kayan also doesn't have to say Mechashash that there's a suffix that maybe the woman died. We don't worry that maybe she died. However, we knew Beferish and we knew for certain that she did die that of course that would become a problem. And just to explain that in our Mishnah when it said that there was no Shaifa coin to Abhuda for people that had a Chiv to bring birds, it just means there was no separate Shaifa for that. But if the woman went and took money and placed it into the Shaifa, which said on an Endava, then of course they would bring one for Chathas and one for Naila, and that would work for Hachiv. But the Gemara now is still bothered on Rabbi Yushita because the Gemara is, via Amrina, even if we would know for certain that the woman died, why would we be a problem? Let her put the money in there, and if we find out that Bivade, there was a woman that died, then what you do is take four Zuz, which is the amount of the Chatas of one bird, and you take it and you throw that money into a Nar, and therefore you don't have any more money that was Ma'urb inside it that came from a woman that was Mesubalan, and therefore all the rest of the money would become Mutter. And the Gemara says, This is going Rabbi Hudal Shitasai because Rabbi Huda holds less Lebrera than he doesn't hold of the concept of Brera. And therefore, when you put the money in and it's mixed up, we don't say now that's Hufra double I'm afraid this is the exact money that should put in there. But we say we're not sure which is her money, and therefore there is no Takana. And that's why Rabbi Huda says we can't make a Shafer for Chiyuvim of birds. And the Gemara continues, We said in the Mishnah, if someone said, Harei eats him, then the standard is he has to bring at least two bunches of wood. And the Gemara is, Rabbi Yesi Brabain, that he stayed as follows. If someone said, I'm going to bring one eight, since he says, then he could bring one block of wood. And Amr Abelaz, Abelaz, says, we have a mission that says exactly that. Each one is its own carbon, and therefore, even one block of wood is it considered a carbon. You'll have to bring that to the base of English. As we learned in Mesechtis Yuma, there were two kayam that got the jobs to bring the two bunches of wood onto the Mizbech, each one carrying one bunch of wood, and that was considered carbon. So you see that a claim could bring a carbon of one block of wood, and therefore the Yisrael could donate that to the base of English as well. Now, how do you know that you could donate wood to the base of English? Because it says in the Pasuk, V'nefesh ki sakrav karbon mincha Hashem, and Shekun said, V'nefesh ki sakrav mincha Hashem, and therefore carbon's extra, L'Rabbis to Eitzim, to teach us that you could give a dove of Eitzim. Rabbi Shum Levi Amr, the thickness of the wood was an Amr, the Amr Shechakas, and you used the larger amr, meaning every amr had two different ways to measure it. A tefach was either four fingers that were put together very tightly, and that would make a smaller amr, or you could have an amr where you take your four fingers and you spread them apart slightly, and they're not as tight, and that would make it a bit larger. But the length was with the amr gudum, which is a smaller amr, which was only a five fachim. Ami says, that it actually the thickness was only a very small amount, which was like the stick 
it from a scale which is a small amount. The reason why the length and the width of the eitzim that you give to the merocha was an amma, which was the smaller amma, which was a five tvachim, was because we know the makam of the merocha was exactly an amma and an amma, and therefore you'd only be able to place a smaller amma into it in order that it doesn't go over the sides, which was the makam where the kayanam would walk, the tani kain, and we know that that's true, that it was an amma by an amma, because we learned, benigay, the building of the mizbech, we learned amma yisoid, the amma yisoid, amma saiv, the amma kakav, amma kranes, the amma merocha, the merocha, the place where they placed the wood to, for the fire, was an amma by an amma in the center of the mizbech. The Gemara continues, levoina, if someone said, harelai levoina, I'm giving spices to the base of English, you can't give less than a kamitza. And how do we know this? Because neman akan eskara, it says, benigay, lechem panam, benigay, that was brought together with the lechem upon him, which was the shnei bezich levoina, and you brought one kaimitz together with each side of the lechem upon him. So you had six breads that had one levoina, and you had another six breads that was mechaiv you to bring another kamitza of levoina. And it also says, benigay, the minchas chaitai, the word askara, maaskara ha'amal alon, just like by the flower of the mincha of the chaitai, it says, maloi kaimitz, it says you have to bring a full kaimitz, askara ha'amokan, also the askara that's mentioned, benigay, the levoina of the lechem upon him, maloi kaimitz, also has to be a kaimitz, and once we see that the levoina has a din of a kamitza, therefore the levoina of a nedava also has a din to have a kamitza. So if it's true that you're learning from askara of the lechem upon him, but by the askara of the lechem upon him, we know it was shnei kaimitzim, it was shnei bezich levoina, which was two kamitzas, af askara amur kam shnei kamatzim, therefore the chayr we should say, by the levoina of a nedava, you should also have to bring two kamitzas on Rabbi La. Rabbi La says, Lamaisa, we learned the din of kamitza originally from the minchas chayte, and therefore malalon kaimitz chasa pasal, just like over there we know that if you bring a kamitza of that chasa, it's possible. Afkan kaimitz chasa pasal. Also, benigayah the din of lechem upon him and benigayah levaina. The din is that any kamitza which is too small would be possible, which means each side of the shulchan has to have an exact kamitza for its lechem upon him, for the six breads that were in, on its side. So we clearly see that each side of lechem upon him had its own carbon of its levaina, and levaina is considered a carbon based on being only a kamitza in size. And the same shear would apply to someone that donates a mincha of just levaina to the base of Middash, which would need to be a kamitza. Amr Abiyasa said, Milsi Rabbi Amra, from the words of Rabbi Lord, he compares everything to the kamitza of the mincha, and by the kamitza of the mincha, it says, Malay Kumtai, which means that each kamitza is measured by the individual kayin that's doing the kamitza for the mincha's chaytai. And Rabbi Yasa says, therefore, we shall learn out that a misnat of levaina, if someone gives an endava of levaina to the base of Middash, which we learned out was the kamitza from the mincha's and if when he was not a the Levina, he said it's Stam, he didn't give an amount of Levina that he wanted to give to the base of Migdash, then the din would be you would have to bring the largest size of the Kayin that's doing the Avoid on that day, you would use his Kamitza to measure the amount they have to give to the base of Migdash. However, Rabchiski argues and it says that the Kamitza of Levina that you give when you give a Stam Nadava of Levina to the base of Migdash can even be done with the Kamitza of the owner of that carbon, the person that made the Neda. Says, that if a person promised to give Zav and he said Stam to give it to the base of Middash, then you have to give at least a Dina Zav. That's only if he said, I'm going to give a coin to the base of Middash. But if you didn't mention a coin, maybe I feel Tinura, then you could bring even the amount of money that you could make out of that a gold fork with. And we will stop over here.